You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Yes, we are, my friend. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, what is this? Mm. Take we it. are still finishing <laughs> up this bottle. Seems similar, yeah. Elijah. Mm. Elijah Craig. We're still on the Elijah Craig. Uh, that's mm. my fault, man. I've been trying to get uh, reaching out to some bourbon brands. We've been busy, dude. It's a two man show. It's both of our fault. I faults. know, <laughs> but it's been it's been busy. So yeah, uh, a lot of cool good. things are happening, right? Oh my god. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, what's what's I mean, we got something special today, right? We got something special. I've been I've been trying to uh, get this guy on for you know a couple weeks here. Yeah. Uh, he reached out to us because one of his projects that he created is going to South by. And we're on the South by. And we're on the South list. by. Uh, Everyone list. at the, South by has emailed us. Press list, yeah. But this was like a standout project, really, really cool. Yeah, it's a music video piece. But you know, I, I won't say too much. I want to get him on the line uh, uh, and let's he, chat him up. Is he on the line? He's on the line. I think. Uh, Go ahead and let's see if we can get him. Let's do it. Let's step into the to the booth. Step into the booth. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. Hello. Hey, can, <laughs> no. can you hear us? I can hear you. Cool. We got uh, we got we got like a special uh, we got a special futuristic dial up over here. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I, welcome to the future. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> awesome, dude. So, welcome. Uh, so I hear that you're going to South by. I, I am indeed. All right. So. Uh, who who are you? Let's talk, yeah. the, Alex. We Alex, need to know who you are. We've we've seen some of your work, but uh, there's people out there that have no clue who we're talking to. Who are we talking to? Well, my name's Nathan Johnson. Um, I uh, I make a lot of different visual and musical things. I guess is the the most broad, uh, boring way to describe it. Uh, but yeah, I. I uh, have been doing a bunch of music video stuff, and uh, that's that's why we're talking right now. Absolutely, and for those of you listening specifically, we're talking about a piece you may have seen on Vimeo. Uh, it got a lot of traction. You've probably heard it too, and you've probably yeah. heard it. It's a uh, music video that was done with all, I believe, stop motion animation with push pins and string and like elastic or yeah, wire yeah there's a sweet beat yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so get us uh get us up to speed on this project that is you know hot and heavy it's gotten a lot of traction and i think you're going to screen it at sundance right south by uh, at south, south by southwest south south yeah south by, south by yeah it's um i mean basically it's the dumbest thing i ever did it's uh, <laughs> it was it was a uh, um a, a project that took way, way longer than I thought it was going to. Um, but, uh, but yeah, well, I, I'm good friends and longtime collaborators with Ryan Lott, who makes music under the name Sunlux. And um, so we were, um, my brother and I were doing like kind of all the visual elements for his new album release. And uh, that included a couple of music videos um, and I was trying to rack my brain thinking about a way that we could do, we could do kind of a low budget, easy, quick music video that, that my wife and I could just sort of like shoot in our house. Um, and I thought like, Oh, what if, what if we do this stop motion thing? And the medium is like, just like push pins and thread. And it'll be like a very simple vector, two dimensional animation. Um, and uh and then at the end of that month i was like basically like ready to die like it was, it was so much it was, it was so much not easy yeah so so let's 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 just jump right into that for a second um we'll, we'll obviously want to get to know a little bit more about you but um let's get people connected where can uh they where can they see this thing What's the title of the song? Let's get some context around it because there's some people out there that who they might just want to push pause, watch it, so they have some context. So, where can they go? How do they watch it? Talk about it. Yeah, so um, I guess probably the easiest way is just to go to my uh, my Vimeo page, um, which is uh, hold on one sec. Uh, this I shot. It would have been good if I prepared for this part. Huh? <laughs> um, I, we'll do a lot. I think it's just. 
vimeo.com slash Nathan J. Um, yeah. So N-A-T-H-A-N-J, vimeo.com slash Nathan J. Cool. Uh, and you can see the video and then there's uh, like a little making of video. And then I, I also just uploaded like a couple time lapses of like making a single frame. Um, and then the band is called Sunlux, and and the song is called Change Is Everything. Yes, and if you're not familiar, you've probably heard it, but it's uh, go listen. It's like no, 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 change is everything. Exactly. I need, a, I need to connect you for, for his backing vocal yeah, job yeah. on tour. Brandon does this all the time. How So speaking of <laughs> Sunlux, and you said you mentioned you've been friends with them, collaborators for a long time. How yeah. did you get involved with them? Because I know, like I, I went back and watched some of your other stuff, and there was like yep. a small snippet of the same kind of process in another video, right? Uh. Or maybe that was a different band, but there was some stop motion stuff. Oh, there, you know, there was, it, we did another music video for Sunlux and w- there's like a short scene that references this pin and thread animation. Yeah. Um, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. The, we're like sitting in a circle and it's in the center. Yeah. Area. Like sort of that weird culty yes. uh, thing. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so um, I actually met uh, Ryan gosh, maybe 10 years ago. Um, and he, we kind of connected through a mutual friend and, um, he did some remixes for, uh, for a band project, um, that, uh, that I'm involved with called Faux Fix. And then, uh, then I was, I was, were, I was doing a score, a film score. Um, and I kind of brought him on board to help out with that. So we've, we've kind of like been making music and art for, I don't know, you know, that's yeah. Like probably like 10 years, I guess. Wow. So you mentioned film scores, man, man of many talent, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. It, um, you know, kind of the way that, that, uh, myself and all of my siblings and cousins grew up as we, we were just all so into movies. So whether, whether it was like making music or making videos, it, it was, um, we kind of like hopped back and forth between all of those different jobs all through our childhood. And, and then we, and then we just haven't stopped. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. So now, that, now that people have a little bit of context, let's, let's jump back into that specific project. So mm-hmm. was it, so was it traditional stop motion animation, like camera, snap, move, snap, move, snap? Yep. So break, yeah, break yeah, it down exactly. for us on how, how that, you have a behind the scenes video, but let's just get a, maybe a, a, a quick breakdown on how you, how you tried to pull it off. Yeah, well, so my idea was basically to combine um, this this physical um, stop motion using pins and threads with rotoscoping. Um, and I just thought, like, maybe that would be something sort of fresh where, um, where these, like, where these live stop motion objects had a real, a real fluidity because we were rotoscoping them. Um, so that, that was like kind of my initial idea in terms of like what, what's like a unique take on something and then how can we expand that? Um, so what I did is I, I, I actually like got a bunch of footage and shot a bunch of footage and then cut together like an actual video. Like the, there, there's a version of the video that, that is all, um, you know, all, all real footage, uh, that I cut together ahead of time. And then, we basically set up like this wonky rickety projector on a stand and, um, and projected the rotoscope, like essentially projected like the, the original video as a map onto the foam core board. And then, then we just kind of use that as our guide to, um, to trace each frame. Nice. Wow. Sounds complicated, <laughs> but <laughs> how, uh, so was it kind of like chasing a shadow? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we had like the full like video, like, so it was, it was essentially like outlining these shapes Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, so we, like the lead singer, we, we kind of shot a reference video of him lip syncing with nodes all over his face. Um, and then, 
you know, then when I cut that into the video, we, we were able to project that and then kind of use the, the pin, the push pins as like the, you know, the, the parallel node in the video. Wow. How many, uh, how many, do you know how many frames and how many pins and how many feet of thread and all that jazz? And yeah, yeah. So the, so we, we had, I think we had like 200 push pins and then it was about 500 feet of thread and I forget the exact number of frames, but it was, it, I think like f- over 4,000 frames. Wow. Um, altogether. Yeah. And we, we like, I mean, my, I, I was thinking like, okay, like this is, this is going to be simple because it's just like simple vectors and we can, you know, we can, it's, it's going to be so much quicker than traditional animation. Um, and my, my gut was like, I bet we could kind of shoot a frame every two minutes. Um, but we kind of hit this like really dark moment where, where on the third day we were doing a pretty complex zoom out where there were like, I think there were like 60 nodes on the screen and it was, um, it was a practical zoom. So we like, it wasn't a camera move. Like we were just shrinking the whole picture. So that meant every single frame, everything on the board had to be moved. Wow. And, um, and while we were doing that scene, like it was taking us like 40 minutes to do a single frame. And, um, that I was just like, Oh, this is, this is awful. This is never going to get done. So you said it, what did it take you a full month to do the project? Well, it, it was, um, it took two weeks of, of animating like nonstop basically. And, uh, and then I, I, I took two weeks ahead of that time to like shoot the reference video and cut it together. Mm. Wow. Well, it was worth it, man. I think it turned out yeah, killer. It was really cool. I yeah. mean, you got, you know, 63,000 people that I think <laughs> were, like, have checked it out. So I, yeah. uh, I can see that, uh, easily becoming uh, a favorite on, uh, Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks yeah, it's so re- much. It's re- really, really cool, man. Um, so what, what is your, so Obviously, this has been a, a jumping-off point. You've gotten a lot of traction. Um, talk about the South by Southwest thing. How did you? There's a lot of people who try to get into film festivals, yeah. try to get into music festivals. Um, how did that? Was this by chance? Did it? Was it through connections? Talk about it. Uh, I guess. I mean, it was. I guess by chance, except that you have to submit it. So that was that was like the thing we did. We we kind of picked a couple things. Um, we we submitted to the UK Music Video Awards in England, um, and uh, and we got in and won the like the uh, um, alternative small budget category for that. Nice. Uh, and then we then we submitted to South by Southwest too. So it yeah. That, yeah, that's the story. Nice. That's cool, Very man. Cool. Yeah. No, that, that's that's fun. Well, it's a great piece, and it's it's got a, an interesting point of view. And, and I think that obviously some blood, sweat, and tears were. Did, how many times did you ever? How many times did you prick yourself with push pins? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, there weren't a lot of pricks. But the the <laughs> weird thing that happened was, um, as as you know, we, we were essentially, we were doing like 3000 pin moves every day, roughly. Um, and so what that was doing was it was like just ruining the surface of the foam core board. Like we would put a pin in and then wrap the thread around it. And there was no, there was no like structural integrity left in the board. So what, what was happening is the pins were flying out a lot. Um, like just like these, these sharp little tacks uh, <laughs> flying past our heads. Yeah, yeah, totally. Did you yeah, ever so like change out this, the foam core to get a, a new? Surface? Yeah. Okay. We did. We used. I think we used five different boards, and I thought it was. I like the idea was like, okay, we'll just do it all on one board, and at the end there will be all these thousands of holes. But um, yeah, but there like we we I think on the third day was when we realized like okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like pick <laughs> key like reset moments to change these out. Yeah. Huh. Did was that so was the transfer or the the switch over from white to black in the video is that was that a practical like for you know did you think of that ahead of time or was that like oh crap we gotta change the foam core let's switch the black <laughs> let's cover it up <laughs> yeah no we did um we did think of that ahead of time and um okay so we had like we actually had a blackboard and then we we got a bunch of white thread and white pins um 
but uh, but the exact moment we were going to switch it was not planned. I just kind of thought, like, at some point it could be cool to to just flip everything. Nice. So, and how many? How long did you say it took total? Uh, I guess about a month so, total. Yeah, I mean, like two weeks of animating. So, if that were multiplied by your day rate, <laughs> this is like a three hundred thousand dollar music video. <laughs> yeah, this is like that's like that classic thing of like you're you know. You, you sometimes you have to make money doing something else, and then oh, yeah. and then for this this art project, you just do it because you think it there's there's a chance that it could be something special. Yeah, until the, some brands like, hey, we want that, and you're like, hmm, let me run the numbers on that. Yeah, let me see what I actually. <laughs> yeah, <see."> totally. <laughs> that's gonna cost totally. you two, two months of my life, so that comes at a premium. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fun. Man. Yeah, so Very cool. so let me ask you this question: We had you know to our filmmakers listening. Um, what did you learn? That's the real thing, right? So we love to, to get into that on the show is you, you, you went on this journey. You did this really awesome thing. Um, what did you learn along the way about stop motion and music and this technique and sticking with the project for this long and talk about what did you learn? Yeah, I mean, so, so many things. I, I feel like um, it's really funny. I, like, I feel like I'm still learning things now that would have been helpful to know then, like, a month ago, I just realized that they make stop motion software like specifically for doing what we were doing. Is that drag, that would have, drag that, frame or whatever? Dragon frame, yeah, totally, totally. So I was like, oh man, that would have been so helpful. <laughs> um, I think one of the things I learned is how important the, and I, I kind of like thought that this would be the case, but then I really realized that that was true, like how important the reference footage was to have. Um, because there were like, there were a couple frames where I was like doing like a transitional moment and I didn't have that, that morph happening in the reference footage. And, uh, and it's just like trying to, you're like trying to think about what the fluidity of motion feels like when you don't have a reference thing is, is just so hard to, to, to imagine like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because movement is so weird. Like, yeah. When you try to slow it down to a twelfth of a second, it's it's almost impossible to to guess how much you should move something. Yeah. So um so the rotoscoping element of it was really really helpful and and kind of crucial to to the way that it ended up looking. Mm. That's awesome. Very cool. We well, have a couple other questions that we typically ask too, Brandon. Yeah, definitely. So one of which is uh, one of the things we gotta know is what are you watching? Like, what are you into? What's inspiring you? Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, I have. It's funny. Like, I the, I have like this what feels like a trilogy of small sci-fi movies that have come out in the last few years. And that pops into my head as the first thing, um, which, which were, and they have nothing to do with each other, but it, it feels like, um, these three movies have, have kind of been like benchmarks for me. Um, the first was, uh, upstream color, mm. uh, by Shane Carruth, which is great. His, uh, his second film after primer, um, and then Holy Motors, uh, and, uh, and finally Ex Machina. Mm. Um, and it feels like, yeah, it feels like those, those three movies all have like sort of this thing in common in terms of like the way they were, they were made. Um, and they're all, they're kind of vastly different budgets, but they, they would still all fall into that small budget movie um and then the ideas in all of them are just so strong and exciting and i love the way that they're that they're all executed so you, um, you love the future <laughs> it's funny i don't future, think about it that much future, but yeah, yeah i guess so the future the, yeah totally. I, I loved primer um and i have not seen his other one is it good there's upstream color. it's so good okay cool it's so good and part of what's good about it too is like the the story of how he made it um, well, he did like. I, I think part of what I love about that, yeah. yeah, totally, and it's it's sort of this idea. Oh, I don't know. One of the things that I feel really excited about is um, the idea of doing something now, and and that's part of what this video that I just finished was an exploration of. Um, you know, is is like okay, here are all these restrictions, 
you don't have much of a budget, you don't have a crew, you don't have too much time. Um, and, and I love the idea of not looking at that and saying like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can't do anything, but rather looking at it and, and trying to, uh, part of the, I guess part of the creative process being how you overcome those obstacles. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I love, I love that quote, um, about the the best camera is the one you have with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I love about it is it, 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 it just cuts against like all of those, you know, all those reasons we sometimes flag for why we can't do something. Yep. And it's just like, no, just make something now with the tools you have. Um, yeah. Make, make something make something with the limited amount of funds or the limited amount of people just like make something absolutely i can cheers to that with uh with such a strong concept you know in all these films and the low budget overcoming obstacles would you was it you know feel confident saying that that pre-production is a pretty key element in actually getting those things done yeah yeah definitely i mean that um I think I think that's how you save yourself in a way is making sure that you're really prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know that's a thing that you can do when you don't have. That's sort of a trick. Like when you don't have a lot of budget, is to to just be super prepared ahead of time so that you're not kind of floundering on on set or trying to you know essentially so you're not wasting time when when the clock is running. Yeah, you've already thought through all the problems you might encounter. Yeah, that's cool, man. What uh, what are you what are you working on right now? If that's the one that's wrapped up and getting the views, and you're going to the South by, you got anything in the hopper right now that's interesting? Yeah, I just um, I actually just finished a video for a band called Lucius, um, and we are uh, we're actually going into color grade uh, right after I get off this call. Um, but yeah, but I'm really, I'm really excited about both about the band and about this project. Is that another stop motion piece or is that live action? Um, it's sort of a hybrid actually. It's, um, it is using real people, but we did a combination of stop motion and go motion. And then, um, a lot of intervalometric photography. (laughs) Wow. Can't wait to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. It, uh, it's like it's nearly done. It, it's almost ready to be put out into the world. Very cool. That's very awesome. cool. Well, we're uh, so your film, the the Sunlux video, is screening at South by. Can you tell people uh, where and when so they can check it out? Yeah, yeah, totally. The um, the first screening is um, this upcoming Monday, uh, which I think is the the fourteenth this year. Yeah, um, and that is uh, at the the Alamo Ritz um, at eleven a.m. Cool. So eleven a.m. Uh, March fourteenth, Alamo Ritz. Yeah, and then uh, and then it plays the next day. Sorry, I'm pulling up. I don't have this memorized. Um, it, I know it plays Tuesday, and then I it plays the following Saturday as well. Very cool. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, if you are heading to the festival, definitely look it up mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you go see it. I'm sure it's going to look pretty rad in uh, wherever it's being projected. Absolutely. Um, theater or venue or whatever. I'm sure it'll be pretty awesome to see it in a, on a big screen. Yeah, and check out Nathan. Nathan, do you have a website? Yeah, it's just NathanJ.com. So NathanJ.com. Go check out all his other work, too. It's great. Yeah, and stalk him on the social medias. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks so much, you guys. Yeah, thanks yeah. for uh, being on the show, man. And uh, we look forward to uh, following you in the future um, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing where you go and what you're up to. Yeah. Thanks. Enjoy your drinks, <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, and if baby. I uh, if I if I happen to run into your doppelganger, I'll uh, you know in some present or past you know mode of the future, <laughs> I'll be sure to to say hey. Yeah. Make sure you kill him for me. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Awesome, Nathan. Well, thanks so much. For- Thanks, you guys. Right, See you. Bye. That was fun. Excellent, dude. That's cool, man. Yeah, he's a very talented guy. Yeah, really really cool stuff. Make sure you check out the video. Check the behind-the-scenes video. The behind-the-scenes is nuts. There's a section where he's talking about all the push pins and how his, his fingers started like going numb and just that's from crazy. trying to yeah pick at the, the ends of the needles. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Speaking cool. of uh, screens, yeah. 
You got a screening coming up, buddy. I do next Tuesday. Yeah. I'm coming. Are you? Yeah. You actually decided that you're coming? Me and Kyle are coming. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're coming up. So uh, It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're excited. So Very cool. Two of uh, Alex's movies that he shot are going to be screening in Columbus. Yeah. If you go to fdbpodcast.com, there's a blog post that uh, links to all this. There is. Yeah. So From it's uh, be, last week's show. It is. So Eddie and Daniel and Siri next Tuesday, the 15th, right after Nathan's screening on the 14th. Wow. This is crazy. So the 15th, uh, 7 p.m., Gateway nice. Film Center up in Columbus. Yeah. Going to be cool. Good times. Yeah, like a two-hour block, 40 minutes of film, and- It's fun. Some conversation. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll bourbon, but- uh, I'll bring some bourbon. <laughs> you should probably yeah. bring some. Yeah. Well, it depends. If I have to get I up- I think and, I'm driving some. If I have to get up and talk, you should bring some bourbon. Yeah. I'll bring some bourbon for you, buddy. I got you. Uh, so, yeah. what else? What's going on with you? You got this oh, film stuff happening? Yeah. Uh, what, what else is happening? Well, we're down here in Cincinnati at- Studio B sound images, and I have to drive here every time that we record. Yeah. And my car is, uh, I might not make it out of the parking lot. Mm. It's uh, a little low on gas. So you, you're, you're, you're always doing something like that. You're um, always running out of gas or riding, running behind. Riding the edge, yeah, buddy. Just right on the edge. Riding the edge. Yeah. Today was crazy. A lot of calls and emails and dealing with issues. I just wrapped up a shoot yesterday, actually. Nice. For uh, cleaning, two cleaning brands that you nice. everyone knows and uses sweet in their daily life. So that'll be awesome. coming out on the web, and you'll probably be skipping it on YouTube shortly. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a is it like a call to action type piece, or is it no? A, it's like a how to or spot with uh, some well known talent from a HGTV show. Nice. He might be a twin. You know, nice. So put awesome. those, put the pieces together, and you'll figure it out. Voila! There you go. Yeah, well, that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. But that was cool. So we got that done yesterday. It was a long day. Great crew. Uh, What'd you film on? C three hundred, two Canon C three hundred. How'd you like that? That's a. Uh, is it the first time you shot on C three hundred? No, absolutely. We did uh, the Anthem the new, stuff. No, no, no. The, was it Mark two? No, it was the oh, old okay. one. Sorry. Yeah. So talking uh, like Nathan, Nathan was talking about of uh, limitations and restrictions and all that jazz, uh, money frequently comes into play. <laughs> so in order to get over that hump, you go with the previous generation of camera. Sure. Saves you a few bucks. Yeah, why not? Uh, I mean, yeah. dude, they're great camera. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. Look, if I, if anybody, I, I'm, I'm over the camera hype. Oh, yeah. No, they're all good now. Yeah. They're all good. Everything looks amazing. Yeah. So we, yeah, Canon C300, uh, but the company that we shot it for is out of uh, New York. That's fine. So they came down, they were just blown away by the quality of crew that Cincinnati was able to offer. We had Laura, actually, I got Laura on the project, nice. Laura Linville, so she nice. did all of the, the production design. So they they produced the they did all the production they just hired a bunch of freelancers they cobbled yes correct so uh, the the director group. director and producer came down sweet from New York Got everybody it. else was from here okay cool really cool Laura actually had to landscape Laura and uh, yeah. TJ had to landscape <laughs> the front of the house for one of the opening and closing nice. shots it's pretty pretty so, fun so if if you're listening and I don't know what market you're in um, a lot of times you know even here in Cincinnati what will happen is sometimes um, you know, agencies from out of town will call local production companies to sort of carry the ball across the finish line. But then in other scenarios, they want to do it so they have their own directors or whatnot, and then they'll connect with freelancers. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it, it depends, you know, it, and either way is great. So that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and, but it was uh, cool to be able to show off what we can offer absolutely. To, to them, Yeah, you know. That's cool, man. Yeah, what about you? What have you been working on? Um, we finished a project with our friends – over at Crush. Crush, yeah. They do, uh, they're like an agency. Uh-huh. They, they do some things. I can't really talk about it. Very secretive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Very, uh, they, do, they do things. They they find out things. For Brandon's they eyes under, only. They understand people for brands. They figure, it's like, you know, market research-ish. Yeah. Ish, ish. Ish. It's really cool what they do. Uh, so anyway, they are reaching out with a specific brand and they're going to have a big meeting, and they wanted to have um, a video that captured the essence of the work that they're doing with that brand. And so they sweet they brought us in and said, "Hey, we need to we need to do this thing that does this uh, sort of makes people feel that we get them." Mm-hmm. B shows off kind of our method, and at the end of the day, makes them feel like, "Whoa, these guys are doing some stuff." Awesome. 
Or is it, is it's it would, super vague. I know. Is this like it's like a precursor to something else? No, I'm, no, it's just like yeah, uh, just doing I think it. It's really. It was really even. It was like kind of a lifestyle-y. Yeah. You know, we had like people. We had like CrossFit people working out, like a girl boxing. Um, mm. We had a dude on the on the basketball court, like hooping it up. We had another dude. You was know, this uh, C100? Shooting on the C100 Mark II. Mark II. My camera of Sweet. choice. Did you do uh, 24 or? We shot it all 60 frames per second. Ooh, overcrank. Um, and sexy slow mo. Yeah, 60 nice. frames per second. Which, by the way, all of you listening, this is a tip. Here's Brandon's quick tip of the day. Yeah. Brandon's quick tip of the day. Um, <laughs> when shooting 60 frames per second on the C100, mm-hmm. when you're switching in the mode between the 28 bit, because you, you have to go to, to shoot 60 frames per second, you got to go to 28 bit. Mm-hmm. And that your only option you have is sixty frames per second. Otherwise, you're down at twenty-four bit. Alex can correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. And in that mode, you can shoot um, twenty-three nine seven, or you can shoot fifty-nine. But it's intra frame versus. Or well, it's interlaced. Right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be a whole show based so on that. Interlaced versus progressive. Yeah. That's a whole different topic. So regardless, you want to be in twenty-eight bit. You want to be at sixty frames per second. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Anytime you switch between the modes, your camera shutter angle will automatically switch. It's weird. It's I don't know why. It's, it's a weird thing. We know. I noticed yeah. it on the bus <laughs> yes. shoot. So if you're shooting, yeah. um, if you're shooting 24 frames per second, you're shooting your interview, you're getting all your yeah. stuff, and then you're ready to shoot some B-roll. You want it to have a little drama, so you want to kick it up to 60. Even if your shutter angle's at you know 180 for, for the um, 24 frames for yeah. the interview. Soon as you kick it up to sixty, it might go to three sixty. It, it might go it, to ninety. It, it goes to three sixty. It's it crazy. Just cranks it up all the way. So you have to make sure that you adjust your shutter speed. Yeah. And there's a whole show on shutter speed. If you want to know why you need to make that adjustment, there is. That was pretty early it's on. It's in the archives. Yeah. Like so deep archives. Yeah. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Yeah. So you like, can go chase it's in a that. crate somewhere. You can go chase that. That show it was a good show. Yeah. But um, so anyway, uh, it was a fun shoot. Um, it was very much guerrilla, run and gun, handheld. Um, two live crew essentially was was uh, what was happening, and um, nice. We just got some good shots, and uh, you know we chased the sun in the morning, and we got some fun flares, and um, cool. It's cool. I feel like that's your mo, chasing the sun. I do like Brandon. Ferris. Well, here's the thing: like, a if you don't have budget for awesome lights, yeah, <laughs> like you got a pretty nice light in the sky, and if you time it right, it's pretty awesome. Like, you can't really top that kind of light. You can't, right? No, it's the biggest light available. It's, it's kind of a thing. The most beautiful light available, right? Every light that they manufacture nowadays, they rate on a color, a quality spectrum. Sure. Compared to sunlight. Yeah, it's based on the sun. <laughs> it's the best light possible. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I don't have any budget for electric, but I've got the best sun in the... You've got God's the, light, Brandon. I've <laughs> got the only sun in the solar system right here. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. So, yeah. Does it mean I have to wake up at four in the morning? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. But is it worth it? Yeah. I think so. I woke up at 5.30 yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. So that yeah. was that was a good project. We just wrapped it up. We shipped that out today. Client was super stoked. Was so, that your? Uh, I saw your little Instagram skateboarding video. Yeah, I delivered it via my longboard. It's a beautiful spring weather here there in you uh, go. Cincinnati. So hopefully, I don't know if we're going to be able to share it or if we can post it publicly. But if we if we do, I'll share it. It's cool. Sure, a clip it's will fun. be in the reel somewhere. It's cool. Yeah, it's a good. Time. Awesome, dude. Well, what's coming up? Uh, we are prepping. Um, we are. <laughs> We mentioned last week we're doing a really uh, cool piece with uh, with a university. Yeah. I don't know that I'm at liberty to talk about it just yet, but um, mm-hmm. should be a really cool piece. Is it, is it Trump University? No, it is oh, not Trump okay. University. Darn it! I thought but it was. But it's definitely going to be more of a lifestyle piece that really focuses on the experience of the university, ex- you know, education experience versus just mm-hmm. like. A... We had a little technical difficulty. Technical glitch. Uh, we actually needed to get some more bourbon. We did. <laughs> so no. we hopped out. We actually got to the end of Pro Tools. Yeah. Like Pro Tools like, stopped. It's like a video game that we beat it. 
Like we, we beat Pro Tools. Bowser showed up. We reached the end. We dis- we jumped on him three times. Uh-huh. We smashed him in the head with a bourbon bottle, and we and won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Uh, so anyway, yeah, um, we're back. What were we talking about before things went down? We were down? talking about this non-named, untalkaboutable university project. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really cool. It's going to hopefully position the future of education. Of yeah. course. <laughs> it's like the new, yeah. <laughs> so From that's fun. So that's that's a cool project. Um, awesome, we've got dude. We've got a lot of stuff in the hopper, like a lot of leads, a lot of really cool things are happening. Um so it's it's a fun time right now. We're busy. I love that you use the word hopper, by the way. The hopper, man. Leap, frame, frog, hopper, no. leap, hop. No. It's awesome. I mean, that's, that's like- an unintentional time. That's a verb. I'm talking about a noun. Well, I know. I'm just saying. Like a hopper. Hey. Like it you it put makes your, sense. Don't, I mean, just- your stuff in the- It's not an insult. I'm just saying it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the wrong usage of the word. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. So- yeah, so th- things are fun. We're doing some interesting stuff. Yeah, um, that's cool. It's spring is here. Spring has sprung. I'm excited to get out and try it out my new has the 3DR drone. The Solo, actually. Yeah. Right? So right. we uh, we put out a blog post. Um, speaking of the Solo, yeah. last week's blog post, the end of it, if you scroll down, dives into uh, Brandon's kit, which we've talked about a little bit on the show. It does? It does. I didn't even read it. I know. You need to read the blog wow. post. Yeah. So we talked about individually throughout a few episodes about what is in your personal video production kit. What? Yeah. <laughs> Check it I out. I need to read this post. You do. You might have to delete it if you don't like it. Um, obviously, I wrote that one. Nice. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so if you want to know what Brandon uses- yeah, if you want to know what's in the kit. In his daily life, uh, <laughs> the big ticket items, the drone's in there. Solo drone's in there. Yeah. I haven't used it yet, though. But. Uh, it's fine. It's in your kit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it goes into camera, lights, slider, and drone. Nice. Yeah. If you want my social security number or any other information from yeah, me- just contact like, Alex and he'll uh, <laughs> hand it out. Unauthorized information. Call <laughs> Alex. He'll let you know. Uh, if you would, like, the, if you would no. like a competitive advantage against LeapFrame, oh. call Alex. He'll, no, I'm just kidding. What? Um, I'm just joking, oh, man. You, Calm down. You laid out the Relax. stuff before. Uh, it's no secret. Yeah, no. It's the same stuff everybody else has. Except we, I am a, I'm a huge believer in any product made by SERP. S-Y-R-P, the New Zealand company that makes sliders, Mm -hmm. time-lapse control, motion control. These guys are just geniuses who their stuff just works. And if you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever tried to buy a slider, I don't care what you buy. They all have something that you don't like. Bad bearings, bad wheels. They click, they grind, they yep. they're not smooth. It's you know, it's the cranks are weird. It doesn't matter. Even the nicest ones have like things that are just like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, something kind of wonky with them. We haven't run into any issues with the SERP. Really? I'm not saying it's perfect, but I love it. I think it's perfect. You made me a believer. It I was just a, I was a non believer at first. It just works. Yeah. I, I almost refused these. So Anyway, but not to get great. off on a gear tangent, but I do. If you're oh, listening, go go find out what Serp's up to. Those guys are they're cool. Exactly. So, what anyway. about uh, what about you? Anything in the hopper? Anything coming up? The hopper. That's like <laughs> it's like something I say. Is that do I always say that? That's why I pointed it out. You always say it. Huh. What do you got right. in the hopper? What's it's in your the thing. Hopper? It's your thing. It's in the hopper. Um, I got a lot in the hopper. Uh, not <laughs> not a lot I can <laughs> speak about. Sure. I'm going to hop to it and start talking about nice. it. Nice. Uh, yeah, some stuff with uh, my good buddy, Mark Eshelman, who I do the 21 Pilots videos with. Nice. We got some stuff coming up uh, that I can't speak to. But cool. The kids love that music. Might have something to the do with it. The kids really like love the, that music, don't they? They do. It resonates. The, the, the generation Zs and Ys and mm-hmm. millennials. and You know why? They love it because now we're stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so stressed out. They're just they. Yeah. Oh, my life is horrible. I've got a college education and I'm white. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, and I. What can't am I gonna do? Get a job. I can't get a job, but dad and mom pay for my car, and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> just kidding. I know there's hard times out there, people. Oh my gosh. Hard times in the suburbs. You're funny. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so I got some stuff uh, with him coming up. Got, that just showed my age, by the it way. It did. By the way, I'm the old man on the show. He is. <laughs> Brandon's like, yeah, I think he turns like 64 tomorrow. No, but my daughter's turning 13. Which is awesome. Crazy. She's officially a teenager. Teenager. She's having a big sleepover, kicking me and Nash out of the house. We gotta, we're homeless. We got to <laughs> find a place to stay. You come crash at our place. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. So it's just going to be a, a girls' night in? I don't know what they're doing. Girls going wild or something. Rachel staying there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's going to be. Yeah. We're not going to cut them loose. Jeez. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> You're 13. Here's some bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Which, oh, what, what commercial is that? The uh, oh, It's some like cable commercial. Where uh, it's like a little kid, and he comes out. He's like, "Daddy, why can't we have Directv or something like that?" He's right. like, "We have cable, blah 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 blah." Now go, you know, pluck your own wool and sew your own clothes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget what it is. We'll look it up. It's pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, I got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, stuff with him. Stuff with you. Yeah, man, we get to work again. Stuff with Brad. Stuff with you. You always. I do. You, I feel some tension sometimes. Uh-huh. Like when I do my smaller projects. Why? I feel like you're. You're always like, hmm. What are you? What are you shooting over there? Jealous. A little there, jealous. <laughs> little jealous. <laughs> well, because they always. They always turn out great. <laughs> and it's like God. I want to shoot that. Well, uh. but here's the thing. Like you understand. Like this is something. Let's just bring this up. Mm-hmm. The economics of <laughs> the film industry. Yeah. You know, it's gotten to a place where gear is really good at a really low cost. And you no longer need the Alex's um, of the world. And that's not, <laughs> no, no, that's absolutely not it. Um, and not only that, the they're making user-friendly. Um, yeah. And, you know, aesthetically, depending on what's being executed, you know, sometimes you can, you can get a lot done for a little. And mm-hmm. as a company... We're having to, um, so I'm the director at Leap Frame Film and Motion Design, mm-hmm. and we're having to compete with all the freelancers like you, my friend. Not you, because you're you're, you're, with you. you're yeah. different. So <laughs> there's a lot of freelancers out there that different are different. I am. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, is, there's a lot of freelancers out there that are. Hey, I do it all. Yeah. I edit, animate, shoot the whole deal. I'm your one man band. Hire me, and I'll make your video. It's going to be wowzer. And I'll do it for five hundred bucks. And yep. The thing is, there's a lot of those people out there that are really, really talented, and they make really good content, mm-hmm. um, but because they don't have any overhead, and they're kind of viewing it as, you know, one 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 gig here, one gig there, you know, they're willing to work for really, really competitive prices. It's hard to compete with a lot of times. So what we've found, we've had to do is there's a certain threshold of project where we just have to do it in house, and so we try to keep our creative confined to the strengths of playing to our team and, and what we can shoot and mm-hmm. what we can accomplish. Um, and then there's the other type of project that is absolutely where we bring in our favorite uh, our favorite artists like you and mm. say, "Hey, you're the DP. Let's let's build the team and let's go for it and shoot it on whatever camera format we want that's right for the piece and et yep. cetera." So. Um, I think what what I'm trying to get at here, my point is um, that there's a lot of different styles of of shooting and, and ways to approach a project or a brand, and it all you have to consider all the things. The budget Absolutely. you have to consider the budget. You have to consider the brand. You have to consider you know all of that stuff and determine what's the best way to approach it. Hey, is this something we can do with with our skill level in house? Or is this something where we want to really scale up and and bring in specialists? Yeah, no doubt. So all it's sad. I love you. Oh, you don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how the game. I know how the game. So uh, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the deal. Um, but it's. I mean, I don't know. What's what's your take from your perspective? I mean, as a freelancer, you're you're having to battle the same battle. You're up against. Oh, it's crazy. You're up against companies like me who are saying, "Hey, I've got to compete with the." The, the one-man band, so I'm trying to bring it in-house, and so, uh-huh. you know, that takes away from you. It is. It's it's a weird... Being a freelancer in this industry is a really weird situation. Uh, my my wife has no idea how I... She, she brings it up, and she's like, I don't know how you do this job. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you're, you're constantly applying and constantly yeah. uh, basically fighting for your worth, you know? And let me, let me point yeah. this out, because I... I painted the picture of the one-man band freelancer do-it-all. You have other freelancers who are artisans, 
and they focus on a single craft. And so they say, hey, I am a gaffer. I am a grip. I am a director of photography. I am an art director. And uh-huh. they are not trying to be the director. They're not trying to be the editor. They're not. They're trying to just be the director of photography. The best of that one That thing. is what Alex does. So Alex is a director of photography. When I hire him, he's not trying to be the director. He's not trying to be the editor. No. He's not trying to take over the project. He is trying to be amazing with a camera and light. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. So as... as- Individual freelancers are all there to serve the uh, the end goal and the and the project and you your vision all that jazz. So we come on board me. and we use it, it is all about you. <laughs> we use what we know and what we've you know learned throughout the years of our experience to try to make that yeah. end goal the best that it can be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to direct it. I, yeah. I don't want that tension. And, and I don't want that stress. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like here's the thing. Like and I think as a director and as a production company and even as a freelancer. You've got to know when something's over your head, Mm -hmm. okay? And so here's the thing. I know my limits. I can shoot, you know, lifestyle, brand, documentary sort of style content with a C100 um, or in that family of sort of cameras with, you know, natural light or, you know, LED lights. And I can get a decent image and convey a thought in a certain space, that's that's my limit at the at the point at which, you know, we're on we're on a psych wall and we got to have, you know, um, real lights and, you know, cameras like the Aria Alexa, the, the, the Red Dragon, you know, the C300, all that stuff. That's where I'm a, I'm out of my pay grade. And that's when I need to step back and rely on my my broader team to mm-hmm. bring forth the vision to life. And that's where I get to to really play director. So. That's one thing I want to encourage you about there listening is know your role, know your limitations, mm-hmm. and have a team to implement that. So, you know, don't take a project and do it just because you think you can do it. You might be working towards that, but you're going to provide a disservice to your clients. So bring in the right people and absolutely find, you know, a director of photography or, you know, whoever it is on your team that you need to execute on that. Yeah. Well, that's my two cents. That's great. That's that's good advice. I, I'll throw another thing in in there along with that. Is that if so? It's good to challenge yourself, and it's good to to kind of push the envelope and and keep striving towards those upper tier things that you want to do. But there there is a risk. Like if you take something that maybe is a little outside of your comfort zone, uh, but it's towards the direction you want to go. Yeah, I'm. This is speaking from from my point of view. Um, if I take something like that and say I think I can do it, but I don't execute and I severely screw up, mm-hmm. I may have just set myself back like five steps Yeah, because I've taken a project and I didn't deliver. Well, and in this industry, so we're yeah. only as good as our last project. Exactly. Yeah. So somebody sees that and they see, oh, you know, he, he tried to do this and it, it didn't pan out. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, mm-hmm. maybe you should step down a few pegs. You know, so that's scary. But again, yeah, you're always fighting for your job and just you, you got to do the best you can do. But again, know your place, know your role. True. Yeah. And final thought on this subject matter is take time and build real relationships. Yeah. Because I, I know and I can speak to, you know, Alex, I think would agree. We've got a relationship where we've worked enough together. It's really efficient. He knows what I want. I know how he thinks and how he works and knowing that we can be really efficient and get a lot done and really make the client happy. Mm-hmm. You save time. So time is money. So, so build good relationships and build relationships outside of, of your, of your norm, you know, have, have a second and third and fourth call. Um, if you're ba- working based with, on the subject, if you're sure. working with good people, they're not always going to be available because they're going to be booked. No, I've got a roster of dudes and chicks for every different position. Mm-hmm. So I've got my first, second, third, fourth, fifth call for gaffers, keys, you know, dolly grips, ACs, operators, everything based on the project availability. You got a director? I've got like 50 directors, <laughs> right? <laughs> But you're number one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what he tells everybody. Yeah. Brad Gollowin. Oh, God. That guy. He's trouble. Brad, Brad's not trouble. I'm just saying that because he's probably listening. He is probably listening. He's well, a good dude. I'll see you in Columbus, Brad. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he comes. No, he's going to be there. 
his film screening. He better <laughs> yeah, be there. <laughs> he should be there. Oh, that's going to be a fun time. It's fun, man. Well, I'll, I'll tell you that. what. This has been a fun show. I'm glad you brought on Nathan. That's yeah. really cool. Nathan, yeah. To Just to recap that. So next Monday, the 14th at 11 a.m. In Austin, Alamo Texas. Alamo Draft House. Uh, Sun Lux changes everything. Stop motion animation piece will be playing. Directed by Nathan Johnson. Said yeah. him and his wife did it in their house. 40, what do you say? Like 4,000 frames. And... I don't know. It took him like a year to do. <laughs> yeah. Either way. go it's like two months. Yeah. Go to NathanJ.com yeah. or Vimeo.com slash NathanJ. Watch the video. Definitely watch the behind the scenes. Yeah. And if you go, if you go, let us know. I would. It would warm our hearts yeah. to know that somebody who listens to the show went up to Nathan and was like, hey, man, heard I you. heard you on the show. Oh, God. This and if you could awesome. wear your FTB shirt yeah. and snap a photo and post it on Instagram, that'd be so, even better. So uh, somebody <laughs> needs to be out there, you know. Yeah. Rooting, us, rooting us on. Because so. we can't be at South by. We can't be Although we want to. We tried to be. And they yeah. were like, eh. We don't want to pay. That's fine. Two grand for us. But a, we are hopefully going to be at NAB. We are. We do have a project <laughs> that is cutting it real close. Yeah. So. I know. We, we keep pimping that out and promoting that, but. Uh, there is also a realistic chance that yeah. we can't make NAB. Uh, hopefully we can. Because so. we need to make money. But that's all right. Yeah. It's cool. We'll see. So uh, I think this pretty much wraps up the show, but I do want to end on one note. Yes. Is it an E-flat? House of Cards oh. season four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't started it yet, and don't you tell me anything. <laughs> don't tell me All I got to say anything. is I posted on my Twitter, Team Claire or Team Frank. Yeah. Stop. Don't. Stop. But I, stop. Think, I think a lot of people are Team Doug Stamper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did see that. He's that. he's pretty awesome. And then Stamper's my great. girl Nev Campbell from Party of Five is on. Really? She's in the show and she's adorable. Now you ruined it for me. Now Sorry. I can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. My wife, I think I made a comment on Facebook that somebody said Team Stamper and I said I said something and I was like, Yeah, I was like, I'm crushing pretty hard on the Party of Five girl. Ooh. And then Rach was like, So you like the Party of Five girl, huh? And you're like, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, I do actually. She's pretty cute. <laughs> no, she's fine. My wife's cool. Yeah, no, we can't wait to start it. We both, the wife and I, have been have been kind of slammed on our it's, in our individual careers. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so we're it's yeah, dark. we're gonna check it out. This soon. season's dark. We've been still. I mean, we we've had a hard time breaking away from the transparent. So yeah, that's a great show. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start it soon. And once we start it, I'm sure we'll watch the entire season in like two days. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, hey, it's been a great show. Yeah. Next week, we'll have something other than Elijah Craig for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll have some new bourbon on, and I yeah. think I'm going to have a friend of mine, a guest on the show. It's either going to be somebody from Nashville Ooh. or somebody from New York. Call in? Or are they going to drive up? Call in. It'll either be Nashville or New yeah. York. You're going to teleport them in? And the it'll future. either be a uh, composer mm. or a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. All right. If it's neither of those two, then I'll, it'll be somebody else awesome. Okay. All right. Might have an in-town guest. Yeah, whatever. Well, sweet. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, again, go to NathanJ.com. Check out the Sunlux video, Changes Everything, showing at the Alamo Draft House at South By. Yeah. And we will see you next week. Later. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.